Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Buck Podcast. I'm your host Jeff Buck. Today it's another edition of the Driven Life series where I'm talking to people in racing about motivation and inspiration uh, that you could use for your daily life. I'm actually sort of doing it for myself also because I'm very into um, self-improvement and things like that, always trying to become a better person and um, trying to find you know, motivation to be more positive or healthy or whatever it may be, pick up some habits. And so um, that's why I'm talking to people uh, in the racing world, because there's a lot of successful people and who are doing a lot of things the right way. So one of those people is Jose Castillo. He is the guy on the video board at SMI tracks. And you also have seen him on the NASCAR trackside live stage at the SMI tracks as well. Super energetic, upbeat, positive guy. Uh, has a great outlook on life, and uh, if you're a frequent listener to the podcast, I actually did a How I Got Here with Jose last year. Obviously, he's somebody I just really enjoy speaking with, and so when I started doing this podcast series, it was definitely somebody who I wanted to have on again, and uh, hopefully you will enjoy this episode because he has a lot of interesting things to say. So I will stop talking, and let's get right to it. All right, everybody. I am here with Jose Castillo. And Jose, uh, so happy to have you back on the podcast. You're one of my favorite people to talk to in general. So this is another great excuse to just sit down and chat with you about life. I love it. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I had a blast last time. I can't wait to talk about more fun stuff today. Well, last time after after our podcast, we actually sat and talked for like a 30 minutes or something about just life in general and goals and things like that. And, and it was one of the reasons that I wanted to do this type of podcast in general this year, just getting people pumped up. You're, you're one of the people that I get most inspired by, uh, on a daily basis and stuff. I, you, you have such a cool attitude about things. So, um, you know, we, we talked about, you know, finding things that, that you're good at and, and you seem to feel like that's a secret to success. So I want to, I want this to appeal to people who are driving down the road now. Um, you had this crazy stat about people in their jobs, uh, not being happy necessarily. Yeah. It, and it, it all starts with the problem, right? Why, why are people unhappy? Why are they, you know, going through a life that they don't feel like is successful to them? And most of the time, you know, the stats show that 70 plus percent people are unhappy in their jobs. It's amazing. It is. And they, they get up every day, they go to work, they slodge through it. And I know people listening right now, you know, you're driving down the road and you're going, man, that's me. And then you look at a successful person, right? So, and that could be, you know, a race car driver. It could be a celebrity. It could be a business person. And you go, why is that person a success? What is it about them that they've figured out this magical formula? And a lot of times people will turn to that to a, a book or, a, you know, something. They're like, oh, if I just do this, I'll become successful. Uh, and I think it's, it's pretty simple. It boils down to the people that are successful have found out what makes them unique, what makes them different. And then they've been that person and they've leaned into it. They've worked hard and they've also very clearly defined success for themselves too. Um, and when you see that a person who finds out what they, you know, what they were made to do and then they lean into it, you can see change, whether it's changing the world or changing the people around them. So I believe people can find that they can find their own success. Okay. But so like, let's say somebody hears that and they're like, that's all good, but how do I even, 
where would I even possibly start either, you know, looking at something else or finding even what I'm good at? Like, I don't know what I'm good at. Like, how would, how would someone even begin that process? So I love the Mark Twain quote where he says, the two most important days in a person's life are when they're born and when they find out why. And that I think is a critical moment for successful people where they figure out what's their own unique um, piece that they've been given. What are their gifts? What are their talents? And part of that is an exploration project. You've got to find out what makes you different and everybody's different. And that's the other thing. I think a lot of people look at a successful person and they're like, well, in order to be that, I have to be exactly like them. Mm. And it's not true at all. Most successful people are unique in their own right. They've figured out something that makes them different and they've leaned into that. So the first thing you need to do is find out what your own secret recipe is. And I like to do that by looking at history. So a lot of times, you know, we're a blend of that nature versus nurture where, you know, some of it is a genes from our parents. Some of it is our surroundings that we've grown up in, but it's a blend of that. And we need to explore that. So first thing you can do is find out your history. Where are you from? Your parents, your grandparents, your family, um, you know, your lineage, your ethnicity, your heritage, all of those things play into what makes you unique. And I think a lot of times people shy away from that. They're nervous about where they came from, or maybe they didn't grow up with money, or maybe Mm. they didn't grow up with the best family life or whatever that may be. They're shy or nervous about digging back into the past or the history. So I think once you find out who you are, the thing that you got to embrace it, you got to be like, you know what? This is who I am. This is where I've come from. And this is what I'm going to be. Um, and I, I think it takes time and effort to do that. And that's why I love history and why I love old photos and going back through and talking to family members. And I think anytime you do a deep dive into your history, you start to find out more about what makes you, you, I'll tell a quick story. So I've been doing uh, MC host in NASCAR for this is going on my 14th season. Wow. And, uh, I had never been in NASCAR before that. And if you go back and listen to the podcast we did last year, you can hear some of that story. But I found out just a few years ago that my grandfather, who I never met, passed away in Mexico City, announced a big baseball game. And he was owned an art studio and they had found out and it was like, oh, Joe Castillo is this big personality. We should get him to announce this game. So I found out. You know, after being in NASCAR for years, announcing an MC host that my grandfather had done that years ago. And that made that connection even stronger to me of why I am the way I am uh, because of the things that have happened in my past and my legacy and the people that I've been a part of my life. And, and to go that further, so your grandfather, it sounds like, was a big personality. Your father was on America's Got Talent. Is that correct? Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. And he was very successful. Yeah, he um, was. And, and so, obviously, the, the performance aspect of being up on, on stage um, also runs in the family. So it's, it sounds like, like you, you look back at that toolkit and you go, oh, well, maybe this is something I'm maybe sort of inclined to be good at. Definitely, definitely. And, and I love telling the story about my dad just because a lot of people aren't patient. Um, if you're not a follower of Gary Vaynerchuk, you need to be. He's a friend of mine. We met years ago. And one of the most important things he says is to be patient. You know, nowadays, everybody wants everything now. And sometimes it takes time to develop and it takes uh, dedication and hard work to get to where you want to go. So my dad uh, world famous was a finalist on America's got talent came in fifth place overall. 
um, sand story artist. You got to go look him up, Joe Castillo. You can search his name and find out about the sand artist. But he didn't become a star worldwide on America's Got Talent until he was over 60 years old. Huh. Spent his whole life, you know, very successful in his own right, had an advertising agency and did commercial art. And, but his moment of success and, and, you know, becoming this worldwide celebrity wasn't until he was later in life. He had kind of gone up, retired a little bit, and all of a sudden, boom, this thing happens that you look back and his whole life had led him to that. So patience is required. I think for a lot of people, they want it right now. Sometimes you just have to go, you know what? I'm just going to work hard and stay the course. And if this thing happens, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, so once you've gone back and maybe researched a little bit about yourself, uh, where, where would somebody go from there? So once you find out what your secret recipe is, and what I love to do is write it down. I think, you know, write it down, put it on a piece of paper and then judge it. So take it to your friends, your family, be like, Hey, here's what I found out. I am these three or five things. Like this is who I am. You know, I'm dependable. I'm reliable. I'm, you know, humorous. I, you know, love to be around people, whatever it is, write it out, test it with people, and then put it in front of yourself so that you're reminded every day when you do something, here's how I should act. Hmm. And if you're not acting in those ways, then you're probably not in the right fit with your job or your life. Because if you really test and go, okay, I'm this type of person, but man, when I do this thing over here, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like I'm getting any gratification from this, any joy. And that's where a lot of people say, you know, you need to work your passion. You need to find something that you have joy in. And I think that's true to a point, but I also think you can have joy in any of those moments if you're following those principles that you kind of laid out for yourself. So come up with your secret recipe, write it down, share it with people, and then make sure that you're playing it out in everyday life and the work that you do uh, in your home life and your community. Um, And when you start to recognize that and then see it played out, then you'll kind of be able to know, oh, I'm in the right place. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing what I should be doing or I'm not and I need to change. Right. So like, it sounds like, like I can even see this in certain aspects about, about the job that I'm doing now where sometimes I'll, there, there'll be things where, uh, whether I write or podcast or tweet or something, and I, I don't feel good about myself necessarily. Right. Right. And other times I feel very good about myself. And so you, you go, well, I don't really want to do those things as much. They don't feel right to me. Uh, they don't feel, that doesn't feel like I'm going down the right path with how I want to be in this job. Um, and this is very specific, obviously, cause I'm already in the job, but, but for a career, it's, it's like if things come easy or natural, that's probably the right fit where if you're fighting it or it's forced or something, it's maybe like, you're maybe not doing the right thing. Is that, is that what I'm interpreting here? Exactly. And, and you see people, you can spot them a mile away that are trying to be something that they're not, you know, and you see somebody who is either you know, pretend or fake, or they're trying to put on airs and be somebody that they're not. And you can spot them a mile away. And then you look at people that are passionate about what they do and they love what they do. And it's genuine and honest. And you can tell, you could just look at somebody and go, man, they are doing what they were made to do. And that's what I love to see is, you know, people that have found that and that are able to pursue it. Um, I would add a note in there that defining success is really important. So success is different for everyone. It could be money. It could be providing for their family. It could be success in a legacy standpoint of leaving something behind. Um, So you need to make sure that you're careful with how you define success. Um, So for most people, it might be, you know, 
I want to see somebody's life changed um, or I want to, you know, make a million dollars, whatever it is. But if you don't define that for yourself, then anything that comes along can kind of change your vision and move you around. So you have to be really focused on that. So you have to know who you are and also what you want out of a change that could be coming up. But so like, let's talk about how, like, let's say you have this written out and you've talked to your friends and I go, yeah, you are a, a kind hearted person who would be good at this or something. Right. How do you even get the courage to start saying, okay, well now I'm going to do something about it. You know, cause it's, it's one thing to say, I'd love to do this and maybe I could do this, but people who have been firm in their life or, or, you know, you know, doing something for a long time, it's hard to get the courage to make something change. The, the number one killer of dreams is fear. People are afraid of what if, what will happen. Um, and we all experience that fear in our life at some points. I think one of the, the most important things is to think about experience. So you look back on your life and you're like, okay, I was really afraid of this moment. And then when it happened, did it really turn out as bad as you thought it did? Most of the time, no. Our brains are amazing at coming up with these stories that are never going to come to light. You know, you sit there in the head and you're like, all right, I'm going to go ask my boss for a raise. And you're like, no, he's going to say no. And he's going to yell and scream. And, and then you go do it. And he doesn't. And mm-hmm. you're like, ah, oh, I made that out in my mind bigger to be than what it was. And so first is recognizing that your brain can trick you and you need to not be afraid in those moments and step into it and see, okay, what will happen on the positive side? What good things could happen out of this to step over those fears? Um, The other thing to do is surrounding yourself with the right people. I I tell people all the time that you will become the average of your five closest friends. Hmm. And when you say that to some people, their eyes kind of light up a little bit and they're like, oh, no, (laughs) 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 who am I hanging out with? Right. Uh, Because you really will become the average of those five people that you hang around with. And so if they're successful in what they've done, the greater likelihood is that you're going to be successful. If they're not successful, guess what? great likelihood is that you're not going to be successful. So surrounding yourself with the right peer group and making sure that they're cheering you on and that they're helping you get to the next level is probably one of the most important things that you could do. That's such a great point because when you're around like cynical people or negative people and you know, you, you tend to want to join in and be like, yeah, that's right. That sucks or something. Exactly. And when you're around happy people or positive who, like you said, are cheering you on, encouraging you, you're like, yeah, maybe I can do this. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And that's what I love about a good team is that you see a team that works well together, that functions on a high level and 99 times out of a hundred, they're encouraging each other. They're cheering each other on. They're, um, humble, being humble and serving each other and helping each other out. And, and that's something that is opposite of what most people think about when they think about a successful person or a successful team is they think it's, well, they're out for themselves. They're out just for number one, but it's not true. You look at the really good teams in life uh, and the really successful people. And there's that level of humility and, and service. That's a part of that group that makes that person successful. Let's go back for a moment um, to the, the act of writing things down. Cause you had mentioned that was important to write down your goals. Um, why do you think that the writing part of it in particular, like actually having it on a piece of paper and looking at it, why is that so important? So they did a couple studies, one of them in, in the Harvard business review where they took a bunch of students and they said, we're going to feed them information and then give them a test to see how well they remember it. And so they did a just put them in a room and listen to a talk. 
and we'll see how well they remember that. Then we're going to put them in a room and we're going to have them listen to a talk and we're going to have them write down on their laptops this information. And then the final one, we're going to put them in a room, have them listen to information and we're going to have them write it down with a pencil and paper. And all the studies showed across the board that writing things down with a physical pen to paper was vastly more effective for remembering and retaining information. Hmm. So first of all, the studies show that if you write something down with a pen and paper, you will remember it better. So step one is just being able to remember it because this stuff flashes through our brain and it's gone. Uh, Second thing is when you do that over and over again, you start to tell your brain, you start to train your brain that these things are important to you. So finding out that those things of who you are and, you know, some people call it a mission statement or a vision statement or whatever, but it's really just who you are and how you should treat others. And when you write those things down again and again and again, those things start to become a pattern in your brain and your brain goes, yeah, yeah, this is who I am. This is how I need to act. So I, it's one thing that I always do and you'll see me if anytime anybody's running around, come up and ask me, say, Jose, I want to see your notebook in my back pocket. Every single day I carry a notebook one every month. And I write in it at the very beginning, what my mission statement is and how I should act every day. And I do that every month. I fill up one of these little notebooks and I'll tell you, it it helps. One of the best things I've ever done is just writing stuff down. Wow. That's so cool. Um, I've actually wanted to do something like that for myself, but yeah, I need to take the step to do it because it's a, it's a reminder to yourself to do it. It, it is. And, it, and it's something that when you do it again and again, you'll start to see patterns and things emerge with it, that you're not catching yourself. Cause you will, you'll start to go down a path and you'll wake up one day and you're like, this is not who I am. This is not who I set out to be. Why did that happen? Um, so that ritual of just writing things down can be really important for you the, to go back, to give people a couple more resources. And Jeff, this is for you as well as personality tests. You know, we all take them when we get a new job or whatever, they become really popular, but there are multiple personality tests out there that I would encourage you to go take. And that can really help you with finding out what your mission is, your, your why statement. Okay. So if you go, uh, the hot one right now is Enneagram. And Enneagram. Enneagram. And, uh, it's a personality test. You go in and it gives you, you know, kind of your strengths and, um, how you should be acting when you're in the right place, how you're going to act when you're not in the right place, et cetera. Um, another one is uh, strength finders 2.0, which is done by Gallup research. Uh, is another great one, but taking those tests, they're like 20 bucks online. You go take it. It gives you a nice, you know, little eight, 10 sheets of paper that basically tells you your personality. Who are you? And out of that, it's really easy for you to kind of write your mission statement and be Mm -hmm. like, here's who I am and here's how I act. And when you write that down and again, you want to make sure you test it, ask your friends, your family, your wife, your kids, you know, Hey, is this me? Okay. Yeah, great. Well then that's how I should act. Uh, and you start writing that down and it helps you stay on track. What else am I missing as far as this journey for people, um, that I didn't ask you about it, that, that could help them on this road to changing their life. So I think the, <laughs> the end goal is so important and it's that secret recipe that I believe everybody is unique and different. I really think that no one else has ever existed in the history of the world, just like you. And if you think that's the truth and science backs it up, then why are we going about our life, you know, unhappy? If you're the only one that's ever existed, just like you, then you are super rare And that's something that needs to be shared with the world. And so when you find out what your recipe is, the fact that you're totally unique 
should inspire you to go, man, I need to share this with people because there's nothing else like it. This is it. This is the only one that's ever existed. So what better reason to share who you are than the fact that it's super rare. Nobody else is going to see that. So I, I think the encouragement, you know, that I would say to everybody listening right now is find out what makes you unique, find out, you know, who you are, you know, why are you here? And then share that. And when you start to share that and people will give their information back, I think a lot of people are are nervous about sharing who they are with somebody. It's getting beyond that, you know, elevator conversation. Once you start to really dig in and you're comfortable with sharing who you are with somebody else, that's when it's going to be really easy for you to define what success looks like. And you're going to get there much quicker. All right, everybody. So there you have it. Jose Castillo on the podcast and with some uh, really great advice, some great motivation, um, def- definitely makes me want to, uh, get some better habits as far as writing things down and mission statements and things like that. And I also really want to take, uh, one of those personality tests, um, actually linked to the tests that he was mentioning, uh, in the written version of this on jeffgluck.com. So if you were wondering how to spell Enneagram or whatever, and, and wanted to take those personality tests, um, it looks like, uh, they, they do cost some money, but maybe it's worth it for you to, to try that. So I, I think I'm going to try it myself, but Anyway, thanks again to Jose for his time. Um, really appreciate the, the words of wisdom and, and all that. So coming up on the next edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck podcast, it's going to be a post-race version of the podcast from ISM Raceway. That's Phoenix for those who missed the name change. And I'm actually here at Phoenix right now in the media center recording this intro because I was... Uh, babysitting. No, I guess you can't babysit your own kid. I was watching my child last night and ran out of time to record the intro for this. So waited for today. Thank you for your patience for those um, who were were hoping the podcast would come out uh, in the morning. Now it's the afternoon. Sorry about that. But here I am and I will be doing a post-race podcast from the same media center on Sunday afternoon. And then next week's 12 questions interview is going to be with Chase Briscoe of Stuart Haas Racing in the Xfinity Series. And um, tell you what, Chase really uh, brought it for the 12 questions as far as his answers. Um, he is a reader of the 12 questions, apparently. And so he had uh, thought of some answers ahead of time, I think, or at least knew what was coming and was able to give some great responses. So um, if you're even if you're not familiar with uh, Chase Briscoe, don't miss that one because um, it was it was pretty fun. Anyway, thanks to you as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.